Good evening and happy Friday. Thank you so much for joining us. Right now you are watching KSATS 9 at night and I'm your host, Stefania Jimenez. And tonight we're going to start with a celebration. She survived the shooting at Robb Elementary and tonight she's home. All that clapping and cheering is for 10 year old Maya Zamora. She is the last of the victims at Robb Elementary, who's now home. Maya left University Hospital today and to show her appreciation, she handed out roses to all the people who helped her recover, the nurses, the staff members, and now she's home with her family. Congratulations to you, Maya. Now, another new San Antonio police are trying to figure out if it was self-defense. They're investigating a shooting at a Northside apartment complex happened around 1:15 this afternoon in the 1600 block of Jackson Keller Road. Police say that a 28 year old woman shot her 33 year old boyfriend right in front of her kids. One of them, a nine month old infant. The man is now in serious condition at the hospital. Police did detain the woman, but it's unclear at this point if she's going to face charges because according to investigators, she's claiming it was self-defense. He was supposed to protect the innocent, but instead a former San Antonio police officer has been indicted on nearly 40 counts of child pornography. The district attorney's office says that he also had hundreds of lewd files and stalked his ex fiance. So we want to show you the suspect here. 44 year old Matthew Martin. He's charged with 39 counts of child pornography, and that's a jump from four counts when he was arrested a year ago. The DA's office alleges that Martin knowingly had files of children ranging from seven to 10 years old engaging in sexual acts. An arrest affidavit states that his ex fiance turned his phone over to police and he also faces stalking charges for allegedly harassing his ex fiance after they broke up. Martin resigned from SAPD in 2018 after a perjury charge from an unrelated case. He was also accused of lying about a criminal case, but he wasn't charged in any of those cases. Tonight we are learning more about that deadly shooting in Terrell Hills. Police do have a woman in custody. We're also learning the victim's name. An arrest affidavit states that 34 year old Maria Neely is in custody for shooting and killing 33 year old April Longoria. Happened yesterday in the 2000 block of Harry Wurzbach Road. The affidavit says that Neely was playing with a gun before it went off and killed Longoria. Records show that she was also charged with felon in possession of a firearm. She's being held in the Bear County Jail and her bond is set at $250,000. Seven years. That is a prison sentence for a man who was convicted for human trafficking. He's 21 year old Xavier Green. He was found guilty on Wednesday for trafficking a 16 year old in 2020. Now Green was facing life in prison, but a jury only sentenced him to seven years. The co-defendant in this case took a plea deal and he's scheduled to be sentenced in September. In other news, the number of monkeypox cases in Bear County hasn't changed. There are still 13 cases in our county, and we should get an updated number on Monday at 1 p.m. Now, the local number of cases are small, but obviously people are worried. So Metro Health is hosting a forum on monkeypox next week. It takes place Thursday, August 4th from 7 to 8 at Woodlawn Point on Donaldson Avenue. We know that Spanish and sign language interpreters are going to be there as well if you have any questions. On to the other virus. COVID's highly contagious BA5 variant is spreading and the Biden administration is about to roll out booster shots, but that's not going to happen until the fall. The government decided to wait to release the second boosters for people under the age of 50. 
Officials are saying the current vaccine was designed to work against the original strain of COVID, but with that new highly transmissible variant out there, the vaccine just isn't as effective. This virus has continued to prove more than a formidable foe. With variants of concerns emerging, it keeps bumping off the prior variants, as we're starting to see now with the highly transmissible BA5. So the vaccines that we're talking about are expected to roll out in September. So in about six, seven weeks, they should be here. Now, the lobby and exam rooms at a local abortion clinic are empty. The doors are locked, too, but it's not out of business. We're talking about Alamo Women's Reproductive Services. It's moving to Albuquerque. Administrators are saying that this is because of the Supreme Court's overturning of Roe and Texas's trigger law. They have to flee their home state. And so very much like that, you know, it, it became obvious that that would be the only way that we could still be able to provide um, accessible care. Alamo Women's Reproductive Services opens in Albuquerque this September. And when it does, it's going to be New Mexico's fourth abortion clinic. Now to your money and a double whammy. Just as many of us turn to credit cards to pay for the high costs of gas, groceries, and you name it, interest rates are going up, and you could see that jump as soon as your next statement. You know it's best to pay off credit card debts every month, but if you can't, here's another strategy. Get a 0% balance transfer card. That's my top tip if you're wrestling with credit card debt. These let you avoid interest for up to 21 months. That's a huge benefit. Keep in mind, a transfer fee is common. You need to pay the card off in the amount of time that they give you. And here's another idea. You can just call your credit card company and ask for a lower rate. It could work. It's happened before. Keep in mind that rates are expected to hike yet again this fall. Now, one thing that can't get any higher is the temperatures. At least we hope they won't. Here's meteorologist Justin Horn with your forecast. Thanks, Stephanie. Yep, we did see some showers and storms around the area today. Most of those are starting to go away. 101 was the high 103 in New Braunfels, 103 Honda, 103 in Pleasanton. And we did hit 100 today. In fact, we hit 101. So we've now got 49 100 degree days so far this year. Uh, we're getting closer to those uh, numbers of 57 and 59 set back in 2011 and 2009 respectively. There is a frontal boundary off to our north. Uh, it does not make it any further south, but that's where most of the rain has been. For us, it's just going to be an isolated shower to coming up tomorrow, just a 10% chance and really not much on Sunday. So pretty quiet, generally speaking, over the weekend. I, I, if we see anything tomorrow, it's going to be less coverage than what we saw today. Temperatures will be around 100 on Saturday, 97 Ferrox Ranch, 96 in Bernie. And the extended forecast will go 101 Sunday, 99 Monday, small chance of rain, triple digits much of next week with another small chance showing up on Friday. So it might seem to make sense, but the San Antonio River Authority is urging people not to dump their aquarium pets into the river because they're finding non-native snails and fish in the water. That's a problem. The River Authority says that aquarium owners buy those non-native species for their homes, but once they outgrow their tanks, the owners then throw them right there into the San Antonio River. Bad idea, because here's the issue. The apple snail and armored catfish, they have no threats in the river, so they overpopulate. These species, because they're invasive, they're not native to our basin, there's no natural predators for them in our system, and so they can reproduce uh, at pretty alarming rates and just kind of take over the entire system and outcompete some of our natives. 
That's why it's bad. Now, if you have to rehome your fish or your snails, you could just take them to a local aquarium. Also, if you'd like to help remove apple snails from the river safely, you can do something. You can volunteer with the San Antonio River Authority. We'll guide you there on our website, ksat.com. We also want you to stick around because we're on again at 10 p.m. and we want to talk to you some more. First, could San Antonio lose its baseball team or build a new baseball stadium? You're going to hear what's being discussed when it comes to the future of the San Antonio missions. Plus, what would you do with more than a billion bucks? Yes, lots of people are thinking or fantasizing about that tonight as they buy tickets for tonight's Mega Millions drawing. And we're going to bring you those numbers tonight on the Night Beat. Here's a question. What are you doing this weekend? Because first, you can take the kiddos to a cool event tomorrow at Hemisphere. The amazing preservation race for kids is happening. It's a scavenger hunt that basically explores the city's history and architecture, and it goes from 9 to 11 in the morning at Hemisphere. Costs $5 per kid. And on Sunday, how about some yoga? There's a community yoga event at Confluence Park. That goes from 10 to 11 a.m., and that, my friends, is free. Well, that's all of our time. We hope that you join us again. KSET's Line at Night is going full-time next week. We're going to be on at 9 p.m. Monday through Friday. We hope that you'll join us. Thanks again. Have a wonderful weekend.